guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Teenage Hell is a Podcast. Today I'm doing with my buddy Mikesh. Yes, um, and yeah, buddy, it's, it's been a it's been a long day. This is the third take. It's pretty rough. We have a <laughs> we got our reconciliation bananas going. This is this is the third take. Um, yeah. after our first two takes, after recording for like 30 minutes each, yeah. became messed up. The audio just stuffed up. It became some like alien. Hacks, yep, yep. Like, what I don't, I don't even know, dude. Facts. But it's like, okay, well, I can't sweat. Okay, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> but today, what we're going to be talking about is um, all about, you know, mental health. And I guess just feeling pretty good or, you know, feeling pretty bad in our day-to-day lives as teenagers. And I think this extends pretty well because at the moment we're feeling pretty down. <laughs> yep. If you're watching on video, you can see that me and Nikesh are both holding a banana yep. each. 100%. Chomping away because chomping. we are Cracking it open. We have derived energy. We went through a lot of heart, heartbreak and, and hardship. Hardship. Yep. <laughs> when, we, when, we saw the, when we saw the audio just got corrupted. Yeah, it's a recession. Um, recession, yes. Yep. But it's all good because we're here now. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, it pulled through. Mm. And if you're not listening to this, that's an L. But, but, <laughs> but, but you are listening to this, so nah, if you're, listening you're to fine. This, yeah. You are. You it's are. We, collective we, we shared gotta, trauma. We got to keep focus. I meant, not focus. Um, hope. Hope? Yes. Stick to it. We are. So, anyways. I think... Wait, do you want to say something? I mean... <laughs> Sorry. I guess a good, a good okay. Let's just get into it. Um, yeah. I guess like a good intro, um, to all of this is uh, just I don't know how how hard year twelve is kind of hitting, um, and like the fact that like all of us sh- will probably be like kind of overwhelmed by like the whole um assessment system and like how assessments have gone so far. Yeah. And yeah. how the workload's tracking. Mm. Um, I think like year eleven was a pretty big wake up call for a lot of us. Yeah, especially for me, but um, I don't think I really woke up to the call until like this term. Yeah, um, yeah, and so yeah, I guess like the the whole point of this is just to say that like it's okay to not be okay. You're entitled mm. to like all your feelings. Yeah, um, and like the best way to like handle like all the bad times is just kind of expressing them like in this podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. another chomp of the banana. Yeah, yeah, more banana. But um, yeah, no. So basically, what inspired me to start this, or to talk about this episode, was because. Um, Nikesh, like two weeks, <laughs> Nikesh two weeks ago, um, or I don't know what, three weeks ago when we started school, um, Nikesh wasn't, you know, feeling a hundred percent. He was a little bit down. He wasn't that motivated and, you know, um, a hundred percent focused person yeah. that he usually is. Mm. And basically I just asked Nikesh, oh, what's up? And without hesitance, Nikesh just pulled through. And literally just talk, said everything on his mind, yeah. what he was going through, yeah. the emotions, some of the things that just wasn't going, you know, the way that he hoped to. Yeah. But what really stood out to me was the fact that he really openly just said, um, you know, I've started, you know, talking to someone. I've started talking to a yeah. um, psychologist, therapist, yeah. therapist, yeah. And that just really, really inspired me because... I feel like with with us kids our age or you know even older um young men um there's a pretty big stigma i think around this kind of thing of mental health yeah and there's this there's just this big expectation that we should always feel okay we should always um have an open and smiling face yeah but I guess that that's not always the case. Yeah, like a smiling face doesn't necessarily mean that like you're you're doing good yeah. on the inside. Mm. Um, and so what I guess helped me, um, you know, kind of open up to Henry, open up to like some of the other boys, is just like knowing that it's like a two way street. Um, yeah. You know, I surround myself with like a lot of good people. I think I did that like kind of subconsciously, um, but I surrounded myself with a lot of good people, Mr. Yinkicks and um, <laughs> all the clutch just- all the clutch people uh, around me. Um, it's a two-way street. Like, if you've got very open friends that are easy to talk to, that's a good thing. You know, you surround yourself with good people. You'll be able to um, express yourself a lot better. Um, and that's probably part of why I was able to um, open up in the way that I did. It's, like, I guess, like, kind of inspiring when you see someone mm. say something nice to someone else. Mm. You know? Yeah, um, like that, that snowball effect of 
you be nice to someone else, they'll be nice to another person. Gratitude. Gratitude. Exactly. Mm. This yeah, that, that feeling of gratitude. The banana. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, with with gratitude, that's something we're always taught about at school from mm. the get go, from mm. year seven. Mm. Oh, we should be grateful for the things we have. We got to practice it. We got to be really happy about the things that we have. Do we learn that in like WLF or like PHP? Something like that. But like, I yeah, remember yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, why are we why are we learning this crap? Why don't we? Why don't you teach facts. us how to you know teach trigonometry? But, yeah, facts. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but, like like that's literally what we'd be saying. Like this is like year eleven. This is like the hardest year ever. Yeah. And then and they'll be telling us things like gratitude and um you know how it makes you feel better and then mm. it makes people around you feel better mm. and it's something so easy to just like brush it off because you know the tough times that we're going through. Yeah. Um, and so I guess just kind of concentrating more on the fact that gratitude is uh, less than the fact that gratitude is just like a good thing and something that like is unrealistic and more learn about how you can get there because it is actually a good thing. Um, and there's a lot of things like that that we get taught about in school um, without really a means to get there. Mm. So yeah, there's a bunch of um, strategies towards that, like, you know, in, in, in towards like um, building up um, your ability to like open out and um you know share your feelings um and gratitude i guess is just like a side benefit um from all this um and so just like from me i guess um yeah year 11 hit year 11 and 12 hit extra hard just because yeah um all the previous years i'd always been chasing um you know like the straight a's like yeah um there's academic awards that um you know they really like you know your, your friends around you will like really give you a pat on the back if you do that mm. um and it is a bit of pressure um and i think that's something that i've had from my parents from my friends from a very young age is just chasing like really yeah. high marks mm. um and so yeah year 11 hit hard um they were telling us things like you know have gratitude if you're feeling down yeah and it was something that i guess um kind of brushed off saying that um you know how is that relevant to me yeah like yeah. i'm going through really tough crap and I need, um, you know, study tips. I need, I need mm, some, no, 100%. yeah, like I, I need to start using like, you know, Pomodoro techniques and all yeah, of this. Yeah. And that's what's stopping me from like being, feeling better. Mm. Um, but it really, that's like, that's like the microcosm. That's like, that's like something that you kind of do yeah. once you get your personal things in order. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think that that's something we both very much realized. Yeah. Um, our solutions to life isn't just constantly, you know. Um, to get better at studying, learning mm. study techniques. There's mm. so many other things like you talked about. Um, and of those, mental health, that's the huge, huge one. Mm. Um, yeah, like studying isn't the only thing that's a part of our high school life. There's yeah. so many other opportunities. Yeah. We're always taught about, um, you know, take as many opportunities as possible during mm. your time here at our school. Mm. You know, join the clubs, do sport, go out and watch the Friday night games. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, definitely for me, I never, I think, took those opportunities as big enough. Yeah, and I think there's, like, a reason behind that is because, I don't know, when you're struggling with year 11 and 12, that's, like, the last thing you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like an extra burden. Mm. Um, and the what you have to realize is, you know, kind of having a balance is something that's um, going to help you way more in the long term. Like, it's something that's going to help you in life, not just high school. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't the be-all and end-all. Yeah. So, yeah, working on, like your mindset and your mm. personality as like a human being over your marks is often like the right answer um when you're feeling down um and so yeah things like gratitude you know just say thank you to parents once in a while mm. um they'll feel better for it they might um you know reciprocate it quite a bit yeah and um with your friends as well if they do something that's very personally nice to you give them a personal compliment about it back mm. like say Facts. why you're appreciative of them and then they'll feel better for it. You'll feel better for it. And then like, it's like a continuous cycle that spreads to everyone. Mm. Um, things like gratitude. And then what else is there? Like uh, communication, like open communication. Mm. Like, you know. Um, Having that trust. Yeah. And like, I guess being able to read when your friend isn't being himself. Like know, know all the sides to your friends. Like um, it's very easy to just see your friend as like, oh, that guy's play basketball. That guy is like the study genius. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Mm. It's very easy to just categorize them, but to become a better friend overall and like kind of give them that outlet if they're feeling down, like try to understand them a bit more. Yeah. Um, understand their personal life in that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I mean like, um, 
talking about what you just talked about, um, you know, having that great social circle around you. Yeah. And, you know, having that good skill and social awareness of how your friends are going, mm. how they're really coping with everything that they're going through. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really, really important skill to have. Yeah. Because, I mean, for me, and I think with you as well, Nikesh, it's like, um, obviously, all the things that we're going through internally, our emotions, it's not just put out at the forefront for yeah. everyone to see. Yeah. And I guess that's a little bit tough. Yeah. Um, especially for the good people around you who genuinely want to help you out. Yeah. And like, um, um, I guess like having those good people around you, yeah. like that's something that like even you contribute um, yeah. to someone else's life. So like if you're like a good friend, make it known, like ask if like they're okay just on a regular basis. Don't make it seem like, oh, you look down, um, so therefore I need to check on you. Like make it seem mm. less rigid, you know what I mean? Don't 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 wait for like a massive sign to check up on someone. Just do it on like a regular basis. I think that's something that will make you like a lot better, like a, a much better friend. And I guess overall, it'll let you see the other sides to um to people because mm. it's very easy to just you know just float on the surface level um stuff, and then it, it takes a lot more like emotional um you know depth to be able to explore what's underneath all that mm. um. And yeah, so I guess like, just kind of propagate it to your friends that like, you know, um, you're someone that can be talked to. Like, yeah. If they're feeling down, just like tell them, just like literally say, if you're ever down, just like, let, give me a call. Mm. That's something there. That's building a support network. Like, yeah. Straight yeah. up. Um, and so, yeah, if you're doing that for other people, you're also doing it for yourself. Mm. So it's like this, this network that you're kind of building yeah. um, with a friend can talk to a friend can talk to a friend. Mm. Um, if they're ever feeling down, you got like three people to turn to that you know you can trust yeah. um, fully. Um, so yeah, just like that mutual connection um, yeah. helps you and other people. Yeah. Um, and I think I've definitely seen that. Um, yeah. But I think, um, like you said about checking on your good friends yeah. regularly. Yeah. I think um, along with that, you should, although make it extremely clear that, okay, look, I'm here for you. Mm. Um, you, you. I'm someone you can trust. Yeah. But also I think you should have that sense of normalcy. Yeah. Instead of, you know, constantly checking on them. Yeah. Like you yeah. talked about, like they're somewhat inferior. Like, yeah. oh, are you okay? Like babying them. Yeah. Um, just to be a good friend, I think you have to have that conscious I think, awareness. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta show that you're someone that they can trust mm. and then let them make the decision whether they want to mm. tell you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that just comes like with being like a better person um to the people around you like if you just like say like very personal compliments all the time and like express gratitude you know um share the fun and bad moments with people and don't just like fold on them whenever um, <laughs> <laughs> something tough comes up yeah uh, i feel like that gives you like that mutual like trust and that's like the only thing that you need in order to communicate um but trust is something that's very hard to get hmm. um so yeah just yeah. constantly like you know um you know doing things that are like, you know, keeping the secrets that they tell you, yeah. um, you know, things like that make you a much more trusting, a trustworthy person. Yeah. Um, and it's a two way street. So if you show yeah, them yeah. that you can, can, like if they, um, invest some information personal to them in you, the, the same thing can happen the other way. Like if mm. you're feeling down, then now you've got that, um, that very profound connection. Yeah. Um, definitely. And yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've always had that, um, you know, natural care mm. for other people, mm. you know, um, for the people around me who are close, the yeah. people that I love. Yeah. I, you know, very much like ge- genuinely have that mm. true care and want um, to make everyone feel good. That's a good thing. But yeah, I think what I, w- but you know, if I can't be able to use that genuine feeling properly and, you know, impose proper strategies yeah. then there's no point yeah. and that's something i want to do better at yeah like um you know for example with, with you mm. you were going through a bit of a rough patch yeah and so i was thinking to myself how can i be a good friend how can i be there mm. for you you know when you needed me yeah and that's what i wanted to learn more about i think you'd already built up that whole trust thing um like for a long time um, you know, you're someone that gave a very like based opinion. You didn't like really dramatify, uh, dramatize anything. You didn't like extremify anything. You kind of just gave like a very valid, um, you know, kind of, uh, advice and like, you know, not to 
like overthink about anything and not not to let yourself spiral out and like calm yourself back and mm-hmm. do some do some stuff that Thank like you, you enjoy doing yeah. so yeah just by genuinely like telling me that like you didn't have to do much to tell me that mm. but by generally telling me that over like like it doesn't even take that long yeah like, yeah you know, pro like you know showing that you're someone that um can be trusted that was the step that you need to take in order for me to make the, the that counter step into yeah um opening up yeah it was um i think it was uh, i forgot which day it was it was like a day before my maths assessment or something yeah and i don't know that day i, I don't know if it was like you, you got your in your english results back or something. oh like you yeah. just did your english test yeah and you were that was like the worst i've seen you yeah. oh yeah and yeah. that that night yeah. even though i was like i was like studying really hard for my maths test i was like yeah damn i should probably check up on nikesh yeah so i sent you a text yeah and even though it, it was just like a little bit of yeah. um you know energy and I think um, the fact that I was able to recognize, I don't think I recognized it as much then, the fact that you're reaching out and you're actually like consciously taking time out of your day to do that. I don't think I really recognized that because I was at a very early stage in, like, mm. I guess, my maturity um, at the start of year 11. I had a very like narrow outlook on life. My mindset was fully driven by marks and, you know, mm. um, pleasing people and, you know, just getting the, getting the highest grades possible. Um, and it wasn't really working. Like I was working hard and i wasn't seeing the results and so i think um that all kind of rippled down on all aspects of my life um and so i was left less conscious emotionally of um the people reaching out to me um and i was less able to you know fully gravitate towards that trust and like really appreciate and show gratitude and you know what i mean Mm, i kind of just like i think i think my response to that was like i don't know it was like i had a really crappy um english test and that that was it like i didn't i didn't try to like um show my perspective i I feel like I feel like you you were very open in that whole situation. Okay. I think. Um, okay. You know, you express... Oh, obviously, I think... Um, I mean, I totally get it mm. if there's certain things that you're not open to share. But yeah. I feel like, um, you nonetheless, you shared, like, a lot of stuff, mm. which really... Well, it, it just felt like you could trust me. Mm. And that did make me, um, you know, feel, feel once feel feel a larger want to help you out yeah yeah and also makes you feel better in yourself i guess yeah um yeah yeah um overall like how was your like experiences last year versus the year before like what changed in terms of like your mindset do you reckon in regards to like i guess study versus life study versus life yeah i mean um for me well last year Mm. in year 11 that was like the big like, I mean, first year, like, I really genuinely felt failure. Mm. I felt down um, from the results or, you know, just from life. Mm. And, but I think, I think it was those kind of losses that yeah. made me grow. Yeah. That made me want to improve and change the things that I managed my life. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, all I did, and I'm sure, um, I think you, you talked about it as well. Mm. The whole, your whole life is just studying yeah. um, during that first initial adjustment period to year yeah, 11. Yeah. And that, although seemed um, positive, mm. is actually counterintuitive. Mm. It actually hits you down even worse yeah. if you're studying 24-7 and you don't have another life yeah. of hanging out with friends and yeah. caring about yourself. And I think just because of like the personal expectations that were set on me just by my parents overall, yeah. um, from a very young age, I was under that mindset, I think, until... I think even year 11, but I didn't really realize it. Yeah. I kind of just said that um, if I study hard enough, I'll like do well, I'll feel better about myself and mm. everything will be good. Yeah. Um, but it was very narrow. And, um, you know, just having like, um, having Asian parents, I guess, um, yeah. they, they want you to do well from like a very early age. And they don't really realize that things like tiring yourself out and, you know, not giving enough balance to the rest of your life is a very real thing. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like year two, to year six, I was like chasing the straight A's, like year seven to like year seven hit hard because I was like, okay, this is harder now. Um, but I still started, really? started studying harder, tried mm-hmm. to get into like all the DV1 classes, try to get like, you know, academic awards and duxes. Mm. Um, and I think that was also because of the people I was surrounding myself with. There were people that also like, like my parents put a priority on marks and like yeah. duxes yeah. and titles um, of everything else. And so I just chased it because I, I was basically... <laughs> looking for gratification in others like I, I cared about their opinions more than my own um and that's 
kind of the realization I've come to only now. In year 11, it even carried on because um, the the way that I slightly changed my mindset, it was just that if I try all the different study strategies that someone smart does, yep. if I just stick to it, I'll do well. Like I will do as, as good as them mm. if I do everything that they do. Yeah, it, it's not as simple as that, you know. Yeah, you need to take like you know personal personal parts. Yeah, yeah. into it. I think um, well, I'm not sure if you talked about it before, but about having what is shown to the world, yeah, and what isn't behind closed doors, and yeah. you know outside of it. Mm. Um, and with those close people around you who tried so hard mm. and value studying, mm. the outside observer, um. All they would see is like, oh, they study a lot. Yeah. Therefore, they have good marks. Yeah. But you don't actually see what life is like at home. The personal like insights. Yeah. And maybe, or you definitely can't see, maybe mm. the reason that they're doing so well is mm. because they go out and have so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that really tripped me up a lot was, mm. um, there's a lot of the, you know, the Aussie kids yeah. who are great at sport, the yeah. popular kids. Yeah, yeah. Yet they do so bloody well at studies. Yeah. They yeah, beat yeah. us at studying. Yeah. And... Like, there's two ways you can take that. You either, yeah. like, um, take it as something demoralizing or you say, oh, mm. well, they've got a good work-life balance. Maybe I should try and mirror that. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, the way that, like, school makes you think, it's very nihilistic. So you often come to the first realization a lot faster than you do the second. Um, you always come to the more nihilistic one that's like, oh, they're better than me. Um, and, you know, I, I just didn't realize it, but I'm not as smart as them or something like that. That's always the conclusion you come to, like, straight off the bat. Um, just because of the way like stress builds um, with school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you have to kind of train yourself to realize that there's two sides of the story. They actually, you know, that, that kind of, um, you know, take it in a much more optimistic um, manner in a way that's applicable to you. Yeah. Um, you know, say like, oh, well, they do some sports. I also do sports. I just don't give it enough time, really. Yeah. I keep dodging my trainings. I keep doing yeah, yeah, all yeah. this because I want to I study. And um, the fact that they're doing well is because of that work-life balance. It's just something that, yet, like, it's a bit hard to realize, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Like, I think in school, we're always told to not compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. Um, and even those inspirational quotes and stuff. Yeah. But... But then the way school's built is to kind of compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Um, but... So, yeah. I mean... I think even though we're told not to compare ourselves to other people, mm-hmm. I feel like it's good mm-hmm. in some sense because it brings that motivation... Yeah. That if you can pay yourself to the top kids, mm. that's the only re- that's the only way you can up yourself yeah. to get this up, get to that level. Yeah. If you're always comparing yourself to the people around you, um, you know, a big fish in a little pond, yeah. then you're never going to elevate yourself. Yeah, that's true. Where, um, what's that thing they say? It's like surround yourself with people smarter than you. That was I was literally about to say that. Yeah, really. I yeah. was literally about to. Say, it was like um Tom. <laughs> We, it was Tom Goddard. Yeah, Tom Goddard. We had our, at our chem session. Yeah. I was literally at the same I was talking about the study. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then he said, um, you have to uh, hang out, hang, surround yourself with smart people, yeah. smarter people. And I think that's completely facts. Like, yeah. now I'm taking more of a conscious effort into yeah. that. Yeah. But like you said, of, um, you can't see the behind the behind the scene. Yeah. You have to, although compare yourself to other people so you have the motivation mm. you have to have that open-mindedness open-mindedness to realize that it's like it's not just because they're smart it's yeah. not just because they have natural ability it's mm. because they have um you know certain strategies that you, they use yeah um a thing that comes with that though is like you might take that strategy and be like this is like this is pure gold like everything about it is facts and like if i follow it i'll end up exactly like them but that's not like always the case and that can be demoralizing when you realize that so I think in year 11, I'll like look at like all the smartest kids in each of my subjects and I'll be like, how do they study? And so I'll ask for them and they'll just give me like a list of things that they do and I'll follow it to the script, to the letter. And um, it, it just wouldn't work. It just didn't work because at least for me, I needed a lot more like in terms of like, I think work-life balance is like kind of like a ratio. Like you think of it as like other things like co-curricular, sport, um, music, stuff like that compared to school. Um, and for some kids, they just naturally are closer to like the school elements, the more academic stuff. And that's just the way they're built. If you're trying to do what they're doing and you're not really, you know, kind of realizing the same potential as them, it's not because you're not as good as them. It's because you need some more work life, uh, you know, a better work life. Everyone's yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah, exactly. So don't, don't think that you're going to perfectly align with like the people that you admire. Mm, Yeah. Um, you know, have that, that open-mindedness to like 
um, to, to redirect it into a way that's more applicable to your life, like the advice that they give you mm. and don't take it as like the absolute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. At our school where, even though I think we're, we're taught a lot of these study strategies, mm. I believe they, they do it pretty well in telling us that although this is a great strategy, which yeah. worked for me, um, for like a state ranker, you got to find your own mm. set of rules. Mm. Yeah. And I think it applies to every aspect of life. Yeah. Of you know not just like school. Mm. Um, some people, some kids, um, who go for good tutoring from, you know, kindy nonstop just study, 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 study. Yeah. A lot of I think like you know they're Asian yeah. kids, Asian families. Yeah. Um, some of them, maybe they're fine with that. Yeah. Maybe that's just that they they love their studies. Yeah. And it works well for them. Yeah. But maybe you know for a lot of us mm. that just maybe not it it's like it's like unrealistic mm. like you know you can't just like look at them and like and think that it'll be the exact same for you if yeah. you just start mir- mimicking whatever they just did um and so yeah you got to like kind of recontextualize it into a way that's more personal to you um in terms of how how much work to life balance you need to have um so that's what i'm saying like for me you'd look at like the smartest kids and um and they always like they always tell you, oh like, yeah, do study strategies, do this, do that. And then at the end they'll always say, like, oh, this might not work for you. Um, but just like, um, this is just what this is what worked for me. I really, really just did not register that. And I was just like, Yeah, okay, screw it. I'm just gonna send it fully on whatever strategies they gave me and not even think about um what's how I am as like a human being compared to them. Um, you know, you gotta kind of compare the personalities and, and more engage with the people who um, are more closely aligned with the way that you think in terms of your commitments, um, mm. if you understand that. Yeah. yeah. But um, with that idea of coming up with whatever works best for you, I feel like it oftentimes excuses come about mm. as, um, you know, the these people who get straight A's, they, they there's no way I can do that because it doesn't work for me. Yeah. But I feel like that's just a BS excuse in a lot of times mm. because you don't think just because you're not you're too lazy to put in the effort. Yeah, it's easy to just say that like, um, yeah, I guess it's 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 a part of like effort. And it's also a part of like um, your ability to recognize your ability. If if you understand that, like, um, I don't know if you if it's not working for you, it's very easy to say that like, oh, I'm not smart enough, um, and so therefore I shouldn't try as hard. Um, to do all these different things like you know the whole lazy mindset kind of develops when it doesn't work for, like perfectly the way you imagined it um, and so I guess the way you kind of approach that is just start trying other things and then don't get rid of like if, if you study for an assessment um, and, and use some of the strategies that you learned from like these people um, mm. like if if you don't do well on that assessment or don't feel good going into the assessment there has to be something um, wrong there. Yeah. That doesn't mean everything that you did yeah. leading up to the assessment was like wrong. So you mm. got to pick and choose. Yeah. Um, you know, based off your personality, the best of like the way you think, if you're the best judge of yourself. Yeah. Um, and so you just have to like select and choose a couple yeah, of the yeah, strategies. Yeah. Mm. Maybe try some more for the next one. Yeah. Refine it. Refine it. Refine it. And then by the time you hit your next exam, like you're already like a fully improved person. Um, and all the way through that, talking to your teachers. Um, you know, people who you genuinely can trust um, this kind of information and strategies with. So, yeah. Okay, I guess, like, another really big question is, like, how are we meant to be, like, be able to push through and, like, still be able to, like, enjoy ourselves in school when so much is dependent on, like, a mark or a rank or a number? Um, you know, there's, there's so much that, like, builds stress and there's so much there that you have to kind of just deal with and have that on your shoulders. How do you, like, be happy through all of that? Um, is my question and like it's yeah. it's it's a very like tough question because I don't think a lot of people realize the answer to that until like much later um, I don't think any of us have fully realized the mm. answer to that yeah. um, but like I guess for me at least it's just like little things like um, if I had a really crappy day I'll know that I've got like like I just there's like certain things that I notice I have is like a headache or like I don't know I'm like sweating or like I got like like pretty red eyes, maybe like a lack of like a you bad have, sleep. You guys have red eyes. Yeah, I know why that is as well. Because I have like decent sleep now, and I still have it. It's yeah. Black. But um, yeah, if I've got like that, and like I'm like spiraling out when I'm talking to people. Yeah. I need to calm myself down. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy to like 
just realize like, oh, the world's against me and all of that. When you get into that frame of mind, there's not a lot you can do because whenever, at least in my perspective, whenever I get into that like frame of mind, I like convince myself that that's the truth. Like I say it in a very rational way that like fully justifies that everything Damn. is bad and nothing is good. Um, and so thinking is not going to help you um, at that point, at least for my case, once again. Um, so what I do is I'll go home, I'll like play some music and I'll like clean my room and that'll like take like 15 minutes and I already feel better. Yeah. I'll like do something like, I normally have cold showers cause I want to like wake myself Damn, up and study. It? Yeah. Um, it's actually good. You should try it. Yeah. But, um, I might take like a warmer shower. I might take like the day a lot more slow. <laughs> like <laughs> take a warmer shower as a reward. Yeah. A reward. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Like the, like you a, know what I mean. Like, Navy, like, Navy okay. Seal walks wakes okay, up at okay. four a.m. and takes <laughs> cold showers, and as a reward, <laughs> as a reward, takes a warm shower. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Saying, okay yeah. not a warm shower. I have yeah. a bath. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Like, you know the thing where like you have your ears like under the water, and then you like. <laughs> If you've never done this, oh, you're like, shush, oh, shush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You blast music, right? You uh-huh. blast like your favorite, like, like I have like a playlist for like when I'm feeling like that. Well, uh-huh. not really, but like depending on how I want to oh, feel. Oh, like, like sad music? Kind of, but like depending on how I want to feel, I'll have oh, a playlist yeah, no, no, for totally that. Oh, yeah, totally get you. Yeah. So like if I want to feel better, I'll play like some happier music um, or like music that's very relatable to me. Mm. Tell the creator, shout out. Shout but, out. Um, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll like blast his music and yeah. then like have my ears like just under the water in like the tub and I always feel like chilling there for like a good like <laughs> 30 minutes to like to drown out the sound a little bit yeah and like is um, that like a vibe I don't know something that um my my psychologist told me is like you you do that in doing that you can oh, narrow really? yeah you can narrow everything down just oh, to yeah. like your barest senses nice like your smell your touch your ears your oh good stuff oh okay so like survival instincts kick literally in. yeah it's like Oh crap! The, the body's like, oh yeah, no, I'm about to drown. Yeah. So, um, let me just let me just focus no, up. That is not it. <laughs> that is fully wrong. Okay, okay. No, it's okay. It's like it's like to get rid of like that anxiety. Like you, oh, okay, you can yeah, sure. often end up in the future a lot more than you are in the present. So something to bring you back to the present is to narrow it all down to your best yeah, totally. and only like really concentrate on that. Yeah. music's a good way to do it. That's why I love playing music. Yeah. Then I like, go downstairs. I'll play like more music. And like, I'll just like cook myself some food and I'll just like spend some alone time. I yeah. can't really be around people when I'm like that. Like, yeah, yeah no, like, calling totally people, yeah, calling people didn't really help me. I'm like, like, okay, it's like a layered defense. You first try to oh, talk yeah, to someone, yeah, sure. and then like, if you're spiraling out, that's when you need to take it back and start doing all of these like personal strategies by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's like only in the really extreme circumstances, but mm. know when it's extreme. Like, if you got a headache. Yeah know that like you need to calm yourself down mm. um you know yeah. oh breathing exercises have you ever tried that like I, i'm actually getting into like meditation yeah oh really that's good yeah. that's good I, I, really I, good. i've thought about doing it but i've like never fully brought myself to it i yeah. kind of just like somewhat like just like do that while i'm like listening to music i try to like really just calm myself down like the four seconds in hold for four seconds mm. out for four seconds hold for four seconds yeah um yeah. that like before exams as well i love doing that oh yeah like in an exam as well have you ever done that like you're like <laughs> buddy in our in our chemistry oh MCQ, my god <laughs> we had it we have like a topic test dude, every week dude. bro nikesh is crazy with this <laughs> breathing exercises i'm next dude. to him doing the test and he's he's it's wearing a, mask. It's a he's mask like, yeah. like <laughs> 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 it's so bad no <laughs> I, re- I respect that okay 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 but yeah, that yeah. that no, was bad that. that was bad because i was overthinking so hard during that and like yeah. that test yeah. i felt like the world was against me then like i yeah, felt like yeah. like like i don't know it was a really hard test and no, so was, yeah yeah and so like i felt like well what other like emotion do you want us to experience except pain and misery <laughs> and i was like i was yeah. like like justifying like how bad it was in my brain like i'm like super logical and like i'm like i like yeah, philosophy totally. and all that crap mm. so i'll start like justifying it in a way that fully convinces me that everything is shit um and then and so yeah so i get into that state like it was really bad then i think that was like a genuine like psycho attack or something i was like my my leg was kicking no no, no i totally like, get you I've, yeah. I've definitely experienced that yeah and yeah. i couldn't like write like and i was doing like the heavy ass breathing i yeah, don't think that that like, wasn't even breathing exercise that was just it me feel, breathing it feels like you're underwater yeah yeah it feels like you're like your heart and like everything just like crunched up yeah facts 
no, no, I guess you. And then you start like heating up and stuff. I know. And then how are you meant to like keep working and doing that thing and like that whole experience? And so that's like <laughs> after like thirteen questions, and I just like stopped. And I was just like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. Like genuinely, it's just gonna screw me up even more. So I just like stopped. Um, yeah. There's a couple things I regret. Like you know, I should have like you know handed it in. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you need to focus on yourself. Yeah. I like yeah. I don't know. To avoid getting into situations like that, mm. do this mindfulness stuff. Yeah. Um, have you ever... There's, like, an app. Um, I haven't used it, but... I've one, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, some mindfulness app, and it's, like, meditation or something. Headspace? Headspace, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, boom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been, like, uh, in our, like, boom. exam... Uh, during lockdown, mm. I started meditating a little bit. Yeah. Like, right before an exam, I would just go out, outside, like, pop up a yoga mat, and I would just sit there. Really? And I was like, there's like these guided mind meditations on YouTube. It's yeah. so good. Really? Um, it's just a nice, soothing voice. Yeah. And then they just, With um, the they just like, it's, it's, it's so good. You yeah. just sit there and they just talk you through like, um, now imagine everything around you disappear. <laughs> or like, and then it, you, they just like guide you through, take a deep breath in. And then all you do is focus on your breath. Yeah, that's literally it. I yeah, think I think we, we never do that in our day to day lives, mm-hmm. um, because think about just breathing. Like, like if you you put a hundred percent focus into just a simple movement. Yeah, and not only does that you know improve your focus, which I found to be the case. That mm-hmm. that's something that's that's why I keep on doing it. I want yeah. to improve up uh, ability so to concentrate. Harder. Yeah, yeah, but then also it just lessens your stress a lot more. Yeah, um, I heard in like a stanford whatever like research thing it's like our i mean our hearts whatever like our our body um movements and stuff Mm. correlate to how we're actually feeling if we if we like go if we breathe really fast like (laughs) like naturally our heart gets faster and then we feel more nervous yeah so that just kind of like spirals that thing even worse but if we you know just i guess like trick our brain Mm. and just go really slowly like breathe in like really really slowly that would just slow our heart rate down yeah it doesn't slow just your body but it slows like your mind too yeah okay that's cool and it just makes you so much feel so much better yeah yeah. so yeah meditation i think even though it's a bit of a it seems like a very corny thing yeah um but But it's so good yeah yeah i look i need need to try it because i my my parents were like telling me about all this stuff and like podcasts i listen to like books to read yeah like mental stuff yeah i really just need to do this because i think i don't know certain strategies like that Mm. that don't really correlate to studying are very relieving when like that's all you really care about during like a school day mm. um so like having that time to just like to yourself just like yeah. thinking in a completely different way yeah um kind of brings you closer and closer to like having a much like more balanced yeah um uh lifestyle and, yeah, and yeah. mindset yeah like focusing those like breathing meditation my my uh what is it mindfulness yeah mindfulness. yeah like um i think it's ca- it's counterintuitive because you feel like oh, I'm going to waste 10 minutes of my time and I could be using that to study. Yeah. But if you use that 10 minutes, which, so I'm trying to like give it a routine now every morning, I'm going to take 10 minutes oh, yeah. and just okay, do that cool. guided meditation and see how long I can focus for. Yeah. That makes my focus so much more clear. Yeah. Because in our day-to-day lives, we're going at a thousand miles per hour mm. for every single moment. Mm. And there's just a million things in our mind. Yeah. But how how often do we just do absolutely nothing yeah and like bring yourself literally nothing to like the present mm. i think yeah and like that whole like rush of like day-to-day life and like especially in like year 11 and 12 yeah. um it really builds you up to have like it really builds you up to like think in the future and like think about like all like all the things all the fears it, they come straight to the front of your brain and they're all that you can think about yeah um and so that's why i think yeah mindfulness like meditation things like that bringing everything down to your senses it um biologically forces you to the present um in a way that's very like calming and relaxing Mm. um and so like you know taking that 10 minutes like while it might just be 10 minutes he's like oh i could have done like this this many questions at that time the amount of questions that you'll do after that will be like exponentially higher than um what it would have been otherwise yeah um so yeah Mm. that yeah so that's like the thing i think all of last year whenever i got these headaches and stuff i would never ever just take myself take a second and slow down yeah and we were like practicing it in school and stuff and like learning how to do it. i think wlf they taught mindfulness for a little bit um and i don't know just like all of those strategies i kind of just like threw out the window because mm. i thought they were, they were all corny and like you know there's a lot of stigma around um like the that kind of frame of mind 
um, yep. you know, calming yourself and meditation, all those very, like, you know, extreme things that are very, they're very strange to us, I guess. Um, and so when I was like getting a headache or something, I wouldn't just like stop. Like, I'll be like, oh, the pressure's even more. So now I need to work even harder so that I fulfill that pressure and then I'll feel better. But that's not the answer. While that might be sometimes the case, that's never the go-to mindset. You need to have like the mental health and your mm. mental state above all other things because it helps. It's like a ripple on effect. It'll help you interact with people, help you study. It'll help like all the aspects of your life that actually matter to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if you just take that one step back, it'll boost you so many steps yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think the world is relativizing it. Um, and relativizing is a weird word because you know how they'll say like, oh, you're in a private school or like you have all these opportunities before you, like you need to make the most of it. Otherwise, like you're throwing your life away. That's a very extreme way of thinking. Um, and it doesn't help when you're feeling down. Um, so things like that will only really come, like being able to fully experience like the opportunities mm. will only really come to like fruition when you're like on top of like your mindset and on top of like the way that you're feeling and aware of all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of strategies towards yeah, that. Yeah. Like those, those feelings of stress, anxiety, mm. I think, well, your problems, they'll always be a constant in life. Yeah. Um, that's also something I read mm. in the book, you know, like, uh, the subtle art of not giving a F. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that, that. Like in that book, well, a big thing that I took out of it is, um, we're always going to have these issues and challenges in our life, mm. but it's just about how well we're able to adapt to them. Mm. Like thinking like right now in high school, it feels like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, because we have our HSC. Yeah. You think about it in five years time, we're going to do so much. We're going to have so much more things to worry about. We're actually being an adult having taxes whatever yeah. at jobs um yeah. getting into you know a good firm that you want to get into yeah yeah but so those problems aren't going to go away the, yeah that, that kind of like um that that whole idea that you have to have like a stable like you know a good life um they it, it's very easy to think that um what's happening right now has total bearing on what happens later but what really matters is like you know Obviously, it's a good thing to like have as many options as you are yeah. as you can at the end of year twelve. But that's not the be all and end all. Like yeah. the way that I think of the HSC is like if you're going to get somewhere, you will. It's just that um, if you don't do as well in the HSC, it's just like it's a time lapse. It's not it's not um, an ability, um, you know, gap. So if you don't do well in the HSC or you like mess up on one exam, that doesn't that isn't the be all and end all. That is like just like a small little gimmick in like the long list that is your life. Um, and so, yeah, like, it, it's nice to think that like, um, you know, if you screw up one assessment, there's every opportunity to fix that up. Um, yeah. and you know, there's a million ways to get into whatever course you want. And while that, like, while it might be easier, necess- like it might be like, I don't know, faster. A little bit easier. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess faster is the word. Um, if you like do really well, like that's, that's the only difference that happens. Like you only have like a year or two difference if you, um, you know, take like a different uh, yeah. pathway. Um, and so, yeah, really listening to those like kind of talks that we get, um, we have like all the opportunities in the world for career advisors at Knox. Um, and so make use of them and realize yeah. that, you know, if you don't get in the, the way that you need to, it isn't the end. Um, and messing up when you actually studied hard, um, isn't a bad thing. Like the fact that you're studying hard matters more than anything else. Yeah. Um, the only difference is you have to just improve and, you know, do better, just relativizing it. And pausing and taking that step back will work miles of difficulty away. Mm. Um, no, but I mean, one thing that I want to rewind a little bit. One thing that I did want to talk about is kind of blowing things out of proportion. Yeah. And in regards to letting out your emotions. Yeah. Before you talked about um, music, yeah. which is a big part of your life. Yeah. And that's one thing I was like really curious about. Um, you know, when you're, when you're sad, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of kids, they play even sadder music yeah and then to, like what, to, to let out the emotions yeah the way i see it is just like you play whatever mood you want to feel and then you'll feel it <laughs> <laughs> no that is true yeah like like music is a powerful thing but yeah like that yeah i don't know it's it, why it's so cool to me is because it's like raw expression of whatever the artist is feeling and like yeah. like if you look i don't know i always talk about tyler the creator but tyler the creator yeah um if you look at his oldest music like 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 you know, not the newest this is, a, this is a true Tyler the Creative true fan. True Tyler the Creative fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, back in the day when he was, like, a teenager, when he started making music, 
all he did was like it was very like it's easy to call it immature but yeah. all that was was like a very raw expression of what like what he thought was cool yeah um and then as you progress through his music you slowly see him um mature in a way that he propagates messages that are going to benefit other people because um if you if you look at his older stuff it's really like it's like dark like really okay. dark okay. and he just he says it because it's like apparently funny um, <laughs> but, right, yeah but then as you progress forward he slowly like it was so cool like just like going through his whole discography yeah, 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 for sure. like you slowly see his mindset change and like the music the sound is getting amazing like yeah. right now it's amazing his, his sound mm. um, but like the lyrics it, um, it's, he starts to talk about his personal issues yeah. and it slowly stems on and stems on into a way that like it, he's like attained like the perfect um, mindset towards yeah, music yeah, yeah, for sure. it's like you know in a world that like um in a world that needs probably more happiness like the only thing you can really do is just make other people feel happy and show that relatability um you know make yourself vulnerable and they'll inspire yourself to do similar things i see that in tyler so that's why i love listening to tyler when i'm like sad um because some of the lyrics are like they hit so you can you can relate yeah but yeah i think Mm. i don't know because um even in like some of the earlier years i had like i mean there were a few friends of mine and they had they were te- they they were saying how they had like playlists yeah. specifically which are all sad music, yeah. Um, and I was like, why would you do that to yourself when you're sad? Why would you play even sadder music? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it, it matches the tone. Um, yeah. I think I've like tried it out maybe once. I was like, in that moment, I'm like, it, it you know you express it even more. And yeah. You're like <laughs> you you even sadder. Yeah. But like, does that is that really A beneficial to you? I think initially, like like doing a little bit of it, it's good. And I think the main appeal of all of it is it's meant to be relatable. It's not just like the lyrics, but the sound. And it kind of makes you feel like you're in a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Do you think... Yeah, I know. Like, I know that's a vibe. But, but it, like... It's, yeah, it kind of allows you to get lost in your thoughts. Like, so. there's, you know, there's like TikTok edits, Instagram edits. Yeah. That's so sick. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like so lost in it. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm in a movie. But like... Yeah that's great and all but that's that's not real life does that really help you out in the in your day-to-day life mm, yeah i think there is a limit to it um that you have to kind of set on yourself um and like yeah. the, the the certain people that you'll talk to and like they really allow their emotions to get control of them um i'm kind of the opposite i kind of like very am in control of my emotions and i kind of like think the way that i want to feel okay um which is pretty weird but like it's yeah i don't know i'm like getting better at like uh, kind of expressing myself but some people i don't know that that whole like you know sad playlist thing some people you kind of just like see that they're very comfortable in their own skin and so like just like crying and stuff makes them feel more them and so it's not necessarily a sure. bad thing um and so yeah you like you'll listen to sad music you'll relate to it you'll feel even sadder and then you'll cry about it but then like there are people that um can bounce back very quickly yeah yeah, it, yeah it's, that, it's that, all... that ability to bounce back us really important yeah yeah it's all like personality um, yeah yeah i mean i think letting out your emotions every now and then mm. it's good because it allows you to restart mm. um sometimes your emotions are bottled up for a long ass time yeah and they may reach a point where all of that just hits a brick wall yeah and you got to somehow let everything out yeah like during the yearly period in year 11 i mean that was tough mm. for all of us but yeah, yeah that, well i mean for me it was definitely tough yeah. And it was so hard because, well, firstly, we're in lockdown. Mm. But then during that period, it was also like prefect choosing period. Oh, yeah. It was like a massive accumulation of like stress. And that was, you know, pretty big. People weren't even like talking about it is the other thing you kind of notice. Um, and there's really collective like tough times. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like it's easy not to talk, I guess. It's not the, mm. it's, the instinct isn't to just um, talk to other people. Like while it, while it should be like a better thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like you know kind of embrace that like shared experience mm. um the the instinct is to just like kind of grit through it and like that's like the whole yeah. image that, that we're always created you mm. know in schools like you know be a man and like you know just tank it through and like, like yep. by the end of the day you'll feel better for um gritting your teeth and just getting through it yeah um but yeah sometimes like in moments like that you need to open up and i think all of last year i never opened up i don't think i opened up once mm. and the only time i'd ever open up was to make other people just realize how trash my life is and then hopefully feel better <laughs> yeah, for that. yeah, yeah. No, but I, it, it wouldn't make me feel better it wouldn't make them feel better it would make me feel better so i don't know there's a limit there's like a 
it's, I, I see everything as like a, a spectrum. Like, yeah, 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 100%. You don't, you don't go all the way to one end. Yeah. You don't all the way bottle something up, but you also don't tell everyone everything. Mm. Um, you know that one week where I was just like saying, you know, every every single bit of my problems to every single person I knew? Yeah. God, that was, that was like just trash because it didn't make me feel that much better and it kind of made them feel worse. Um, and like whenever they'd give me like advice, I'd come up with like, a comprehensive rebuttal. Like, yeah, rebuttal. Um, and like, if they asked if I was okay, like I'd comprehensively argue that I'm not. Um, and all that would really do is just like a cyclical cycle of just making me sad and making them sad. Um, so there is a limit to even opening up. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like I immediately jumped to the other side of the, the spectrum from like not bottling up to like, bottle, like opening up about absolutely everything. It can actually be a bad thing. Um, I don't know. It, it was just... It was. It made it more on my mind. My problems. It brought it more to the front. And then, like, whenever people would see me, like, I'll get kind of like annoyed the fact that they're like they see the sympathy and like that constant like state of like I don't know, ro- like you know, kind of reaping off all of the um all of the sympathy that you get from other people. You're looking for like I don't know external opinions to help yourself feel more I don't know valid, um, and it doesn't really help. So you know what I mean? But yeah, okay. I'm not saying opening up is a bad thing, but I'm saying that everything that you do, every bit of advice you get, every mindset you have, don't always fully invest yourself into like a very narrow frame of mind. Like, you know, kind of experiment and like find like your place on that spectrum that's comfortable with you. Mm. Um, same goes for studying, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, overall. No, but yeah, in, or in that period of those two weeks yeah. where you were going through that. Yeah. What do you think, I mean, as a friend, mm. um, how could they have helped you? It's, it's a hard question just because I swear, like, I don't know. I asked everyone yeah. like, you know, for advice and stuff like that. And sometimes like, I think it was just the, the frame of mind that I was in, but like, I was like kind of like turning down like the advice they'll give me. But like, no matter how much you disbelieve something, there's always a glimmer of truth. Um, like, a, like a glimmer of like fact that's somewhat relatable to you so you need to kind of just find all of those little bits and then piece it together in a way that frames your mindset um you know it's it's easy to just say that that was bad advice you know it was way too general you didn't realize how they they didn't realize how sad i am or like how bad everything is it's easy to say that but if they give you like advice and they're actually like you know being vulnerable enough to like open up to you and like even you know share about their experiences as well um, it's very easy to discredit it. So pick and choose the bits that are relevant to you and then shape your mindset. Same thing yeah. goes for, um, you know, a lot of yeah, other things yeah. too. Yeah, like asking for a friend's advice, mm. I think definitely a lot of times it's good. Mm. But then I feel like you should also be cautious yeah. of who you ask and how you ask it. Yeah. And at yeah. what times. Exactly. Because there's been times where I've been going through a little bit of a, ra- a rough spot, yeah. which... I guess not everyone will understand. Mm. Um, you know, they don't see like the full picture. Yeah. Um, they just see, oh, it's black and white. But in the past, I've had, I've like, you know, asked certain friends. Mm. I talked, I've talked about this um, topic, whatever. And then they, they just give kind of like a, the cliche. Just, just kind of a cliche, like dog answer. Yeah. Which yeah. like, oh yeah, obviously. But then they're mm. like, oh, why don't you snap out of it? Yeah, exactly. But it's not that. You know, you simple. know the you know the word overthink. I hate it so much because I like I don't know. It's weird. Like the way that my mind works is I'll try to like justify everything and every feeling. Yeah. Um, and totally. try to make sense of everything. Um, and then whenever I'd like explain it, like I'd actually build up the courage to like tell someone else about it, and they're just like, oh, stop overthinking. You know what I mean? And that just, like, smacks you down even further. Exactly. It just, like, like you're trying to get back up and they're pushing you back down. Um, and to be fair, there is a degree of truth in it. Um, as, as bad as it feels to hear it, sometimes there is, like, a degree of truth in it. It's just, like, the stepping stones to get to that place where you're not, like, overthinking. Um, or, like, in your case, like, you know, snap out of it. Snapping out of it isn't something you can just do. There's, like, a million little um, pathways that you need to take in order to um, to reach that final like outcome like you know like in in um in schools and stuff they'll have those posters around saying like be yourself and like have no regrets and like yeah you know take a leap um they're very easy to just like 
disregard because um you know school's pretty tough and like that's like the last thing that you want to hear it, it sounds so optimistic that you think it's bad yeah um and so i think those posters again they lack the stepping sense to get there um and so throughout it's kind of like a personal process of developing your mindset refining it getting advice and then finding the good bits and then slowly piecing it all together yeah from like people you yeah, trust yeah, yeah. information read books podcasts yeah. everything um piece it all together and then find a place where you're comfortable um with not only mm. like yourself and your feelings but like how you approach like life and like the the, the yeah. kind of conversations you'd like to have mm. uh, if that makes yeah, sense. yeah but yeah with like those asking friends or mm. even reading books kind of thing yeah I mean, when we're asking, when we're in like a vulnerable position mm. and we, when we ask us, you know, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I think naturally all of us already have a bias of what we want them to say. Yeah. Yeah. And so oftentimes it might not be even best. Mm. Well, I guess sometimes it is. I mean, just like to the close people around you on their outlook on what the situation is. Yeah. But if you're there just to ask someone whatever just to make yourself feel a little bit better yeah um i don't know if that will always work because yeah. a lot of people they won't have the same outlook as you yeah and that might slap you down even further and yeah and then you end up looking for sympathy and you end up like saying like oh well it's actually worse than you think like something as simple as that is not going to work yeah but often at times like it kind of does like you know people would tell me overthinking and i'd hate hearing the word overthink yeah. um and like my parents would always like reinforce that reinforce that like say don't overthink um there is it like now that i've kind of rationalized everything you know gone through all those processes yeah i feel like there's a bit of truth in that yeah like if you think to be too deeply about anything you're gonna reach like a pretty pessimistic outcome mm. um you know like if you just like keep thinking and keep thinking and like say it's, yeah. look at like how like assessments are structured or how hard a question is yeah if you keep like layering it on like, you can make it seem like the world's about to end. Mm. It's very easy to get into that frame of mind. Um, so I guess the easiest way out is just... Well, there is no really easy way out. But do the short-term things, like calming yourself down, do the mindfulness stuff. Yeah. Then, yeah, do the, the piecing together of bits of information. Yeah. And slowly structure your way. Um, yeah, yeah. Wherein you can, you know, get mm. out of a rut. Yeah. And, you know, that idea of not overthinking mm. that that big booming word that you hate yeah um yeah. <laughs> i mean i i i overthink a lot as well yeah a little thing it would just be on my mind 24 7 mm. bang 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 mm. but i think i've met i've been able to improve at that a bit better mm. so i think that, that that's why it's kind of this this hope mm. because these things we can improve upon yeah um and I just, I just lost my train of thought. Mm. Um, oh, but yeah, no, like what, one thing that I adopted, mm. one thing that I uh, learned from like a self-improvement YouTube video, yeah. it was all about this idea called radical acceptance. Mm-hmm. Which means? Which means um, like basically, basically, you know, life, there's constantly ups, downs, ups, downs, yeah. constantly. And instead of, you know, resisting to it, yeah. thinking, um, you know, this is some absurd event which happened. Yeah. I can't believe um, this friend said this to me. Yeah. I can't believe this English mark I got isn't that good. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like resisting to that, fighting back to, oh, but I but I did this, I did that, I did this, and you know, um, I didn't actually do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, that makes the recovery process even harder. Yeah. So you kind of have to just go with like, yeah, be, like care less, a little bit care less, care less, and um, just. Um, what he said is just kind of just surf along with the wave. Yeah. Whatever life takes you. Yeah. And you know, for example, mm. um, your friend mm. just says something which was just out of pocket yeah. and just disrespectful. Yeah. When they didn't understand the full story. Yeah. Instead of you know going back, you know, and just walking retaliating back and thinking, oh my god, why, why did, yeah. why did he say that? Yeah. Just think, and what he said um, in the video, and what yeah. I say to myself, like the exact what it's you just say. Oh, cool. That happened. Yeah. Now, what, what do we have to do next? Yeah. Like, just adopt that. Okay, cool. It's just a natural part of life. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if you, like, and, yeah, and that, that way you can kind of, like, see every obstacle as something that, like, is going to better yourself, Um, you know, like, with marks as well, with, like, a bad, like, mm. uh, emotional or social, like, situation. Yeah. Um, Getting out of that will help you a lot. Like, I had, like, a pretty 
um, I told you about this. I had like a pretty like rough relationship with like a teacher overseeing um, my leadership. And like my leadership was something I was very proud of. Like yeah. I, I was happy to be there. Sure. Um, but that slowly, that whole proudness kind of just wore away. And I felt less and less like um, devoted to my role um, because of this relationship with my um, with a teacher. Yeah. And it was a lack of communication from both yeah, ends. Because totally. once you understand both perspectives, it's much easier to... Um, come to terms with it and move on like you know go surf the wave um yeah. i think i was very opposed to it like um i would try like a couple things to try and improve the situation and it wouldn't get much better um and then i wouldn't address that mm, i wouldn't communicate yeah. yeah it starts spiraling out and then it starts to look like everything mm. is bad and so then you start opposing yeah. um you know the way that everything's going so slightly just um care a little bit less and like stop being so attached to the way that you feel um yeah. you know while it might be genuine emotion don't feel so attached to it that it restrains you. Yeah, yeah. Rather, move with it. Say that it's like a, a learning experience. Like, see everything as a learning experience. Mm. Um, and then try to just rationally um, approach, like, the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of times when we're in these vulnerable positions, yeah. we have a, you know, a very small tunnel vision. Yeah. We don't yeah. see the big view of things. Yeah. And, you know, when we hear our friends say, mm. why are you even overthinking about this? Yeah, yeah. In that moment... Well, like, obviously you wouldn't understand, mm -hmm. but, you know, in the months that pass, in the weeks that pass, we look back and think, oh, it really wasn't anything. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Or yeah. well, I mean, in certain times. Yeah. Depending. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I think what I've found to be quite useful for me yeah. is, you know, nope, like, journaling. Oh, I do that as well. Reflecting on yeah. whatever's on your mind. I should have been a little bit more personal with mine because I kind of showed it to people. And then they called it overthinking and it kind of made things worse. Yeah, um, I think... It should be personal. It should be personal. Like, I mean, myself... I mean, I was just, like, writing really messy. Like, really messy. Yeah. Writing my own, you know, own words. Yeah. Whatever I'm feeling, whatever's on my mind. No one's seeing it, but it's mm. just... You just get it out. Yeah. And it's basically, like, talking to a therapist. Yeah. Because, you know, when you when you say it out... It's like self-therapy, so yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it stops you from bottling it up. And yeah. then it makes you come to terms with everything. Yeah. Um, another thing that I realized when I was doing that journaling stuff is like after that really like tough two week period that I had, yeah. um, I was like the, at, at the end of it, that's when I started journaling mm. and like my tone was like so negative and like, so like the world's about to end, like everything is bad. Yeah. Totally. Um, kind of turn. And I think that like the, the biggest healer to all of that is like just time and just like waiting it out. Time. Um, yeah. And like, it's not that like the times are going to be tough, like like getting through those times that they're like, you know, being able to endure um, mm. for that period until things get better um, isn't an easy process. But like, you know, using the other strategies that we're talking about, um, you can get you can get back to um, the present and then you can yeah. come up with a much more rational solution. Mm. And like an application of that is um, initially I was so negative and pessimistic about my relationship with this teacher. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get out of the leadership position. I wanted to, um, you know, like uh what was it get out of the leadership position and you know just kind of just run away from the problems yeah um and just like see that like i was given a bit of advice um about how to approach the situation i followed it and it didn't work um and like it, it seemed like nothing changed um so it was very easy to like you know become irrational after like a week's period um i was talking to another teacher and now we we just i think it was like a couple of days ago we had a conversation um, with two mediating teachers and like you can see that it's a very rational solution to a hard like tough problem and i feel a, a lot better for it like it's not it's not something that's dwindling on my mind say mm. if i like just gave up the position straight away um because i was um you know felt like i wasn't getting heard um that would be the easy way out and like that that kind of guilt would be on my mind for a lot forever yeah but overcoming it now i feel like a better leader i feel like i can you talk feel to stronger people. i feel stronger um so I guess, yeah, coming back stronger um, is something that comes with time and, you know, giving yourself that time to rationalize and readjust. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we, we all like, when we have problems, we want to escape them. Yeah. That's inevitable. Yeah. But to succeed, mm. we're obviously going you know, to have these problems mm. and it's just about if you're able to overcome them. Yeah. And, and like, the defense mechanism is to go against the grain, but sometimes yeah. you need to just like give yourself time and like, that way, um, it's everything seems a lot smoother. You can kind of ride the wave um, mm. while doing your own little bit of steering. Um, and then, yeah, and then life seems a lot easier because yeah. of it.
Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, we talked a lot about, I mean, a lot of different things. Today's For a long been, time. <laughs> it's been a long day. This yeah. is our, like... My thread sore, your, your third take, out, out the take. I need um, another banana. Yeah, we're going to eat more banana. Nope. <laughs> Shush. We're going to eat another... Never mind, just don't worry about that. Okay, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna take it easy later. But I mean, I really hoped you learned something because I definitely did. Yeah. A lot of stuff that, you know, I think crossed my mind it, and now have. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, how to be a better friend. Mm. How to cope with these issues a bit better. Yeah. And just know if you're going through something... Like, we've all gone yeah. through it as well yeah you're not well <laughs> obviously like your situation is unique and you should feel worse <laughs> for that uh, yeah for the fact that like you know other people are also going through tough stuff yeah but there's unique strategies that um that everyone's tried yeah and so the idea is to get a couple of them like we mentioned mindfulness we mentioned meditation we mentioned music and other things yeah um using those things and like as outlets mm. um and experimenting with them see yeah. what works um and then yeah with time you'll you'll feel a lot better for it for sure um yeah but yeah um yeah really hope you enjoyed it really hope you took stuff a lot out of it yeah and yeah really hope you enjoyed yeah and yeah follow us i mean (laughs) first i mean sorry (laughs) firstly nikesh thank you my it was a long day it was was a big day nikesh really pulled through for us sure Um, yeah but yeah i mean Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, um, Teenage Hurdles. Follow us on Instagram, Repost. TikTok, um, at Teenage Hurdles. Repost it, it really helps a lot. And, you know, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, maybe YouTube. Hopefully it's on YouTube now. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, if you enjoyed yeah. this, just go ahead and then uh, let other people know. Yeah, it's always really appreciated. Yeah. Um, massive W. Massive W. So, yeah, I mean, my name is Henry. My name is Kesh. This is Teenage Hurdles, the podcast. 100. And we will see you later. Bye.